Hey, so this is editing Tim here right now. And there are a couple things I just wanted to explain real quick. Um, number one, we recorded this before the project Luminous uh, real details came out. We had a couple of early things, but that was about it. Um, and like at one point, for example, I mentioned that the rumors had it where the High Republic era would take place about 400 years before the start of the Phantom Menace. Um, and we now know from the information that came out last night that um, it's going to be 200 years. So um, a couple things like that might be slightly off because we didn't have the full information. But just this was recorded last night before that announcement came out late last night. I think it even started late too. So um, we didn't have all the details, but wanted to throw that in there. And also wanted to say that um, I explained briefly what was going on the past couple weeks. Um, unfortunately, we did have an episode recorded a couple weeks ago that we really liked. It was a lot of fun. And it was about... Um, largely about the Oscars and stuff. Um, if you guys are interested, let me know, because I can try to recreate that conversation that we had about the Oscars. We had a lot of fun with that. Um, unfortunately, we were that episode ultimately was lost. And then other things, I'll explain it later in this episode, um, but just other things happened to where we weren't able to get an episode out until now. Um, but anyway, just want to let you know, it's 200 years, not 400, and some of the details might be wrong because of the timing. Um, but I hope you enjoy this episode. And again, let me know if you want us to have the Oscar speech again. Uh, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187. This is going to be a fantastic episode because I said so. And Mark, is it going to be a fantastic episode? Oh, God, you have no idea what we have planned. Okay, so there we go. It's both of us. It's unanimous. Boom. Fantastic episode is about to happen. It's insane. Like, I can't even express the levels of awesomeness other than saying what I just did. Awesomeness. So that just made me think, uh, was it Lego Star Wars? Uh, Like, years ago, they had this thing with Darth Maul um, was basically singing the Duel of the Fates theme, but he would say the word awesome. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was pretty funny. I mean, it, well, I, I say that. It probably won't be now. But at the time, it was very entertaining because I didn't know what it was going to happen. So, yeah, Darth Maul was singing Duel of the Fates, but just by repeating the word awesome to the tune of it. And it was pretty cool. I think you could probably do that with, uh, what is it, uh, that song by Beethoven? Yeah, I know there's a lot of them. Probably, yeah. It's not Beethoven. I don't know. It's from Glory, but it's also not James Horner, where it's like, Dun 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 You know that song? I think I know what you mean, yeah. You probably do. They use the glory You could probably do Austin that way. But I'm not gonna do it. I already was a fool enough to hum some weird old Well, hey. You know what is part of what's really cool about this tonight? Wait. That Chewbacca has a cross guard blue lightsaber. Well, that's one thing. Yes. Sorry. Everybody will will have seen it by now. Yeah, probably. Because by the time that this is actually released, it's not going to be new. It's new right now. Like, it hasn't even been officially announced as of right now when we're recording this. So it's special to us. This is is one thing. we're, We're seeing little bits of leaks for Project Luminous while we're recording. Yeah, because it's not so. I don't know why they chose the time that they did. It's not supposed to be unveiled, and they're just gonna stop talking about it for another like hour and a half or so. I don't know why it's so late in a day on, on a Monday night, but hey, you know what? Do your thing. I'll take it if it's new Star Wars stuff. I'll, um, I'll be happy to take it whenever you give it. So um, there's yeah, that, and there's I get, yeah. I, I, I'm sure we'll get a, you know, these little bits of the book are leaking out or a title of a book, but I'm sure we're gonna get an overline like uh, here's a general. Here's what's going on in the universe when these books are released, type of deal. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like a it. like like an era description or something. Yeah, I'm not, and, I'm not sure if I'm excited for this era. Well, I, I I I think I'm excited for the potential of it. I don't know enough to be excited yet, but I I think it could be cool once we start to find out more information. Hopefully tonight we'll get some good info. Um, the other thing that we'll discuss, which is kind of a big deal, especially in our kind of online community here, um, for the first time in what, like seven years or something like that, we have a new episode of something called Star Wars The Clone Wars. What's that? I don't, I, it's some, some cartoon for kids, apparently. Ugh. That's Fair. what I was told. 
you know, uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. So I guess first things first, though, like you were saying with this uh, Project Luminous information. So there is a link I have here to the Random House website, and it, it gives very minimal on the information. It says that there is a book, um, and it has a picture of the cover on it, which is where we know the title, the author, and some images you were just talking about. It says it's on sale on August 25th of this year. Um, you can pre-order it on this website. Uh, again, not a whole lot of information here, no excerpt or anything. Uh, but the picture is interesting because at the top it says Star Wars The High Republic, which, of course, they've been following either our show for a while or even making StarWars.net. They've been covering it where that's supposedly, I mean, that's, well, not supposedly anymore, but that's the name of this era of Star Wars that we're going to be diving into, which, according to Jason, is going to be about, was it like 400 years, I think, before the prequels? I believe that's what he said it was. Yeah, um, 400. Yeah. So we're going to have, you know, middle-aged Yoda, right? So, uh, yeah, so this seems to confirm that. It's been referenced here and there in the comics and stuff um, recently. But here we have it officially on this cover, Star Wars The High Republic. The name of this book is Light of the Jedi. It is by Charles Soule. And this image that we have on the front is basically what appears to be four early Jedi. And Mark, you give a perfect description of one of them already, if you want to kind of recap your favorite part of the cover. What, you mean uh, Chewbacca with the uh, with cross-guard lightsaber? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then somebody else said basically that uh, the girl in front looks like Doctor Who. Oh, wow, I can see that. Like, that didn't occur to me, but I can see that for sure. I'm kind of skimming, skimming comments. So, yeah. The other looks like. And then I don't know who the, was that, Twilight with, with, with one twy? <laughs> At least from our angle, that's what it looks like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are four Jedi in total up the front. Like you said, on the very left, we have a Wookiee who has a crossguard lightsaber. It's blue. Um, I do want to point out, it's kind of interesting. The crossguard part of it that, uh, isn't lightsaber, though. It's like it's a part of the hilt that's a crossguard. And then the lightsaber part still is just a single blade. Well, it almost looks like little tiny blades should pop out of those... those uh, like, like little fire. ridges? Yeah. Like I know, black. right? Like, like a fork lightsaber or something? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pitchfork? Yeah. It would be like, yeah, like a, like a, what's that called? Um, w- when you're doing yard work with bale and hay or whatever. I don't bale hay, but what's that called? Pitchfork. It'd be like a yeah. pitchfork lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. So, and the other thing that's kind of, I don't know if oh, it's and, interesting. And, or... and he has a mustache. Oh, wow. I didn't even you think about I, it that way. Back in... Yeah, I did. <laughs> if it's uh, okay. he has a mustache, he does. Yeah, I, I, yeah, all right. Well, that just ruined that image. Okay. Um, so now we can... The, the other thing to kind of point out is their clothing, which is basically identical to each other. It's this, like, bright yellow, tannish... Uh, you know, like, the Jedi look that Obi-Wan has, right? It's that, but they all have uh, some sort of, like, cape, basically, of the same color over them. So it makes it look a little more... Uh, romanticized i guess as far as their look um and they all have the same one. Oh, i just saw the lightsaber in the very very back is yellow yes just not noticing that okay and there appears to be some sort of space station or something in the background in the sky not entirely sure what that is it doesn't look like a ship it looks like a station well, of it, sorts it, they reference a, i think they reference a jedi space station and then one of the star wars comics they they yeah. reference yeah, something like that. Yeah, wasn't there something too about? Uh, uh, oh wait, nope, never mind. I know what I'm thinking of. Okay, <laughs> I'm thinking of a scrapped episode nine idea. So never mind. Oh yeah, no, not that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's all we really have for it. Again, there's no actual description, no wording or anything like that. But it does say at the the top of it, what I'm assuming is going to be the logo for basically all of the. Uh, novels and, and comic books and stuff within this era of the High Republic, there is... Uh, that's kind of interesting. If you look to the side, like the sides of the logo where it says the High Republic, that almost looks like a variant of an early logo for the Jedi. Like like pointing p- pointing to the sides. Like the little white things on the sides. Little white things on the sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, so like I want if you turn them upright or something, I could almost see that being like a yeah. an ancient yeah. logo for the Jedi. Sorry, I was getting wrapped up in uh, you know, we're both looking at Twitter while we're talking, and I read some a- angry um, tweet that 
was making me angry. So, <laughs> an angry tweet that was making you angry. It was. It was. I still can't get over the fact that the entire plot for the last installment from a franchise like Star Wars was leaked months before the official release, and no one believed it was real because it was so bad. Well, <laughs> we believed it was real because we actually liked it. We did. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I just logged into. I, I was using um, other websites and stuff to see us. I just logged into Twitter here just to see the conversation that's going on. It is everywhere, man. <laughs> like I just logged in, and my timeline—it's boom, everywhere. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like, like the the, the robes are cool, I guess. Yeah, but they're kind of like generic. I mean, I guess that's they, probably they really the point. are generic. You know, in in I don't know. I mean, um, LA Kings and I were talking today. You know, one of those. I, I would like them to go way back at some point. And and for me personally, I'd like to see a time to where the Jedi and the Sith weren't necessarily enemies. They may they may have had disagreements, but they hadn't quite deviated yeah. far enough to where they were naturally sworn enemies of each other. You know, and right? I, I think that would be an interesting time. I, I'm not sure that this is. This seems like everyone's like really golden. You know. I can't think of the name. Uh, this is going to be so bad. I can't think of the names right now, but it, almost kind of like with Lord of the Rings, right? You had uh, Gandalf and then what's his face? Christopher Lee. <laughs> um, um, Saruman. Yes, thank you. I always got I mean, it's so close to Sauron, too. It's easy to get this confused. Anyway, uh, it's almost like them, how like back in the day before they were kind of basically arch enemies, they weren't and they got along, right? You could kind of do something similar to where they both. Um, you, you could have a storyline where you have the, the Jedi and Sith working together on things to for like further discovery about the Force or on different missions or whatever. And and like if they're on them, okay. Let, let, hypothetically, let's just for an example. Obviously, not these actual people, but if you have like Obi Wan and Darth Maul, and they go on a mission together, and during the course of the mission, they discover their different philosophies, and they kind of realize, wow, we are looking at the same thing entirely differently, and that's where the divide grows. You know, again, not those people, because this is way before their time. But you could do some sort of story like that, where you discover their differences as they grow apart, as they figure out what their differences are when they started out together. That could be an interesting storyline. Well, I think even, you know, and I'm sure people won't really want to get into this aspect of history, but... But, uh, you know, Christianity, it all sort of started from the same place for the most part. Right. Um, but then you've got, you know, Protestants and, and you've got the Reformation and you've got, you know, the Inquisition and you've got all those things where everybody takes what started off as, as a sacred text and just starts looking at it from the, this lens or that lens. or Right. You know, you know and, and, and even if, you know, not to compare necessarily the Sith to the Satanic Bible, but but when you look at it from that perspective, the satanic Bible doesn't exist without the Bible. You know, it, it's not like they're acting like this is something completely different. No, they're talking about the bad guy from the Bible. Right. They're just saying he's not that bad. Well, okay. But, you know, all, all the stuff stems from the same place. So it would be interesting to, to look at it from where does it start? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, ever, I don't know if I'll ever get that. I mean, that may be one of those things that people are like, I don't want, I don't need to know that. Yeah, I feel like, like the, you know, creative minds or producers or whoever probably would feel like that's something that the fans wouldn't necessarily care about. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's great story potential there. I think so, too. You know, I really think so, too. But it doesn't sound like that's what we're getting from. I, I don't even know what we're getting anymore. I really don't. You know, because they announced uh, supposedly who was it? Hollywood Reporter. I think so. Yeah, had a leak on or a potential exclusive on on somebody who's working on a movie. I think they said movie, but they're not sure if it was for the theaters or for um, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, and they the did say it was a movie. Yeah, and the fact that even Disney Plus is mentioned makes me think that it really is for Disney Plus. Right. And and it almost seems like, and this is just because of the state. This is just because of the state of the industry. It's unfortunate that it's like this, but whenever they hire specific types of directors, you almost automatically look for those type of directors that 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 project would appeal to. Like there was right. a there was a guy. I think his name was Christopher Priest. He he was. I grew up 
he was great, great comic book artist. I loved him. Um, I had no idea he was African American. Mm-hmm. He didn't write anything specifically, you know, black characters or white characters. He just wrote characters, and so I had no idea that he was African American. But apparently, in today's society, he has a hard time. And I think it's the right. It's one of these guys, but I think it's him. He has a hard time getting work on any character who's not African American. Because they want a black guy to write a black guy. He's like, look, I don't care who I write. I write about characters. I uh-huh. want to write. I want to write anybody. But knowing that that's the way things are approached, I almost wonder if you know you look at what Jeremy Conrad said and that solos continuing, wink mm-hmm. wink. Uh, and I think he even when he said that he tweeted out pictures of Lando. And then there's two two potentially high profile. Uh, creatives um both of them are african-american that you know maybe this is the 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 solo spinoff but it's lando that 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 is coming you know what i mean right you know and and because that's the way they work it's like we'll have you know we'll have african-americans work on you know lando well okay i i don't i don't have a problem with that but that's what makes me think that that's maybe that what we're getting soon Mm mm-hmm well, but, but, I'm cool with Lando. Well, for sure. But like but, you were saying before, well, it's like we don't know what's going to happen because they were saying after the Rise of Skywalker was out, they would be letting us know, like we would be getting this download of information about the next phase. But we really haven't gotten much yet. But let me let me ask you a question. What would you rather have? Would you rather have a Lando solo era with? Okay. Uh, Glover, Glover, right? Is it right. Glover? Yes, Donald Glover. Or, or Billy Dee Williams and Jana, you know, Lando. Ooh. <laughs> you don't need oh. to reference Ray or anything. You just have them out kind of doing something uh, within a few years of, of Rise of Skywalker. So here's the thing. I, I almost feel like you're calling me out because um, I was all ready to say Donald Glover's solo era, no matter what the second option was, I'm like, absolutely, I want that. Um, but I said after the Rise of Skywalker, and I stand by it, like I really, really, really want more on Jana and Naomi Aki. I thought it was fantastic. Her her character and her acting, I thought it was great, and I want more. And we discussed on a previous episode about getting a Disney Plus show for her or something like that. So I kind of feel like I'm a I'm a you know big supporter p- proponent of that. So now I feel like I have to say that. I want them both. But well, if, put, if, if I have to choose... Let me, let me put it this way. Um, I don't think this will get out there. God, if it does, I'm going to be angry. Um, <laughs> and this is not even me with my normal BS. Okay? Okay. I probably even shouldn't say it. I probably even shouldn't... I shouldn't even... Whichever. I shouldn't say this. <laughs> But somebody has told me or mentioned to me or, you know, yes, alluded. Hinted. Yeah. Yes. That the stuff was cut from Rise of the Sky Rise of Skywalker regarding right. Lando because they're hoping to do some sort of spin-off of with it. Okay. And I heard this before all this other stuff came out. Before they, they started mentioning, you know, people working on a Disney Plus show. Right. But okay. the important thing would be timing because as time goes on, it's less likely that it will happen because yeah. they're not they're not sure sadly how long Billy Dee Williams would be around. Right. So you know, I huh. Hmm. So could it be? I feel it would be tougher, but you could still have a series on Disney Plus, about the same sort of thing, and you, you just had to kind of rework it. But um, uh, and he said the scenes were cut, right? Which would mean that they were filmed, which would mean that they would have oh, yeah. had had some footage to use still for it. So they, I mean, but, it's obviously but what, not well, ideal, but you could still make a series. But what was said was that the storyline itself was actually cut, right? Because it said, well, then maybe we could put this something else later instead. So do you feel like, remember it was reported, of, uh, of course, early on, 
that Janna was actually Lando's daughter. Do you think that storyline would continue to whatever this other type of project is, or is was that yeah, part well, of it, it scrapped if as well? It, if they do, if they do it with Billy D, I assume it would be because what what I had heard or what was mentioned that that idea would be would happen later. Okay. It's it's not that it would be a Billy D. Williams thing necessarily. It would be that that whole him and his daughter and and finding you know would would that story would take place later, right? And the thing is, is that is that it's not like it's it's not canon or alluded to in all the books, you know, the visual guide. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I saw something from the visual dictionary. Yeah, it, well, it mentioned that. that it mentioned that his daughter was stolen or abducted, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that he was he was on Fasana. Fasana, yes, um, looking for her. So that whole that whole idea that was cut from you know the final the final movie is mentioned in there, right? Uh, yeah, there, the there's 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 the executor, so. well, but there's an entire series that you can develop based off of this already you know like the seeds but are already be, planted but it, it's a nice two hour it would be a nice two hour movie it would be and, and i'm not saying that I, I would necessarily prefer that or a show I, I don't know um but no matter what the method is there's there, i feel like that still needs to be explored hopefully sooner than later and i, I just feel like it's more likely well, I was going to say it's more likely to put it on Disney Plus, but it can still be a movie that they would put on Disney Plus. So I don't know. I think I think you could film it fairly cheaply. Good lord, especially with uh, with what you know, with what Favreau's doing and his virtual sets and all that. Yeah. You know the one the one thing about Favreau that that really works though when you're looking at that is that um, they have their stuff together. Yeah, the the concept art is done. <laughs> the pre-renders are done. So by the time that they're filming, there's not a lot of you know. Oh man, this isn't working. Let's completely rescrap it. There's there's not a lot of stuff like J.J. Abrams does, where he's like, let me let me tweak this or that. Right. You know, all the things on that virtual set have already been rendered in computer for the most part, and so it's yeah, they they committed. Yeah, they, they they've committed to the storyline. So the storyline, as far as they're concerned, whether we like the story or not, it's done. When when they're filming the story, it seems to be done. So I, I you know I, I think if they really sat down and did something like that for for you know old land or even young land or it it really could be. I don't see why most of the stuff in in uh, solo couldn't have been done that same way. No, that's true, especially because of the, you know, at this point, legendary production issues that I went through, which, I, you know, I don't, I kind of hesitate to say that because they get so much crap for that. And I don't think it, I think it was blown out of proportion um, because was it a problem? Sure. But, you know, obviously we got the movie and it's still, and it's, good. it's good. I was going to say, and it's still one of those where people who missed it the first time and didn't watch it in theaters have since gone back to watch it on you know Disney Plus or wherever, or, or just to rent it or something, and they're like, wow, this movie's actually pretty good. It's fun. I like it, you know? And, and you see that a lot. Yeah, and, and I think the same thing with, uh, you know, obviously with, uh, I think more people are going to find resistance as it goes to Disney Plus, and more people will see Solo when it goes to Disney Plus and Netflix, obviously. Um, all those things that, that people, you know, yeah, may have missed. It gets bigger when it's streaming, right? Which makes you think sometimes stuff is just more perfect for for a streaming service. You know, I saw today a list because you know they do these every like six months or something. But it was a list of the top one hundred uh, box office movies domestically adjusted for inflation. Um, oh, so I think it's still gone with the wind, right? Yeah, yeah, it's still number one. New Hope is still number two. Um, but I was looking through them, and I feel like it, I mean, people talk about this about how the streaming industry is changing, you know, how people watch movies and all that. But I really feel like it's almost starting to affect attendance too, because it feels like there were some movies that if they had come out a decade ago, 
would have been a lot higher than they were, and older movies were pretty high when when you have the adjustments for inflation. So yeah, I feel like the more people stay home and watch original stuff, I mean, even if you want to see the movie, there's such a, you know, people I work with, they have an attitude of, eh, that's fine, I'll just give it, you know, four months or whatever, and then I'll just watch it at home. Yeah. And yep. like the whole, the whole streaming industry is really changing how we experience movies as a society. It hasn't really affected me much. I'm still a theater guy <laughs> for movies. But um, but there are a lot of people out there. It's really affecting and changing it. So um, I wonder, so like, like the more right. we start to get to movies on Disney Plus, straight there, I wonder if that further impacts. Like if there was a Disney movie in a theater, like even Solo, you know, it, it talks about how you know, it was a flop or whatever. Um, it was still a, a box office success. It was the biggest opening Ron Howard has had in his career. So you know, it, it's still a success. Yeah, but. The the thing is though, and here's where things start to get interesting. Is yes, I'm still a fan of movies, and I love seeing, you know, movies are are, you know, I'm a religious guy, but movies are. What's my other religion? You know, sitting <laughs> sit, sitting there in, in a theater is like a cathedral to me. It, it, it is a religious experience. It, you know, it's so easy to get distracted nowadays with your phone, with people asking you questions, with, with you know, surfing the internet or whatever. You know, I, I, I think when people are at home, you know, watching something, I, I dare say that, that you probably check your phone five times. Maybe, on average, most people, maybe less. But for me still, that is the time where I put my phone away. Right. Uh, and And... And especially, I, I personally like going to movies. I love going to movies with people, but I do like going by myself as well. So it's just one of those things to where it's like, it's still amazing. But the things that I used to go to the movies to watch are now streaming. Right. So so for me, a Scorsese crime drama like, you know, Goodfellas, which is one of my favorites, or, or that's now on Netflix. Or like The Irishman. You know, right, right. And, and you even look at Game of Thrones, uh, that's I, I went to the theater and I saw Crawl as a kid, which is you know fantasy, and uh, and Master of the Universe and 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 Willow. But now that quality, if not better, uh, is now streaming on or it's available on HBO. And Lord of the Rings now it's it's new life is not in the theater. It's new life is on streaming. Right, it's Amazon, you know, right? Yeah, it's going to it's going to Amazon, and, and like I just finished watching you know five seasons of Peaky Blinders. That's something that you know uh, English Mob would be something I would have watched in the theater, uh, but but now it, it's theater quality stuff at home, and, and it allows more time for it to sort of you know the story to unfold. So it's just, it's just really different, you know what we're getting. Like, and speaking of old versus like new ways of consuming movies and media, um, we have release dates for digital and physical copies of The Rise of Skywalker now as well. Um, the actual Blu-ray and DVD and all that, if you want to purchase that, will be released on March 31st. And if you'd like to get a digital copy of the movie, that will, as usual, come out two weeks before, which is March 17th, which is also St. Patrick's Day. Are you, uh, you going to go for the 4K set? In spirit, yes. In finances, not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I, I don't. Know, I, I think it's really, really cool, and I and I again like the idea of it. But I, it's like I have the movies. I don't need to put that much money down for them again. So why? But from what I'm understanding, the 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 4K set will be the ones that are on Disney Plus right now. Right. And the Blu-rays won't be. The Blu-rays are just, I don't know where I saw this or, or, or how they got, you know, confirmation, but the Blu-rays are just the same Blu-rays from years ago. And like, so, <laughs> so one has McClunky and the other doesn't. I don't know. I mean, because again, like in theory, on the one hand, I'm like, yes, I want every version of all of these ever. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we, I technically are, I don't want to say I own it, but I have access to it with Disney Plus. So um, if for some reason they announced they're going to take this version off of Disney Plus, then it would be more of an investment, more worth it to me. 
But for right now, if I want to see either way, I can see it. True. But, you know, that that's also the side of me talking that is not the collecting side and is not the um, throw down all the money for everything Star Wars. And it's not that side of me that's saying that. So, <laughs> And there is a side of me that is like that. So I get it. As far as I'm checking again, still for the Project Luminous stuff. Oh, there's a hashtag. Let me go to the latest. The latest tweet about Project Luminous says, excitement for Project Luminous intensifies. Ooh, we're getting ready. Yeah. Okay, let me let me go to it. Let me see. Let's let's read some latest. There's something latest. This one guy says, so is this Project Luminous thing a live stream or just a static flood of press releases? As far as I know, it's just a static uh, flood of press releases, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think honestly, like we said, it's just gonna be Peter Shorter says, heading to the event, stay tuned for some Star Wars news so you're ready for the dawn of the High Republic. It's, I think it's, they're just going to tell you this is what's going on, this is the backdrop in which these stories take place, and here's the stories. And, and, and I still, I want a damn soundtrack. Yeah. Because Shadows of the Empire is fantastic. It was. I'm trying to remember who did that. Uh, 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 Joel something, right? Joel McNeely. Was it that? Because I had that name in my head. But I couldn't remember if that was it or not. Pretty positive. He did the music for uh, Young Indiana Jones as well. Or was it? Uh, uh, oh, I might be getting confused with another Joel. Uh, Joel D O U E K or no. something like that. No, Joel McNeely. Okay. Wow. Anyway, all right. Uh, <laughs> it was random. Just trying to process that. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep an eye on this, and, and we'll see if we get any news soon. It's not supposed to be for about another hour until we get this uh, latest information, but I'll still keep an eye on that. In the meantime, speaking of Disney Plus and speaking of new Star Wars and all that, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we have now seen you and I, Mark. We have now seen a, a piece. The first episode of season seven of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, also the final season. Um, I certainly have my my own thoughts about it, but I kind of want to let you go first. So, I mean, you did watch it, right? I didn't even ask you, but I know you oh, watched yeah. it. <laughs> yep, so, okay. So, what did you think? Well, um, for me, first time I saw this was I went to Star Wars Celebration uh, in Anaheim, and they had a special, you know thing you had to stand in line for to see a panel about unaired episodes of the Clone Wars and they showed the Bad Batch. The, right. the whole entire the whole entire story. Uh Ron and I uh you know see see I don't even know what he's under anymore. Uh C P three oh right? Yeah I think so. I never might have changed it. E- either way Ron Ron's so old. <laughs> we uh we stood in line, watched it and it was great. And they had a panel afterwards, you know, interviewing Filoni and all that. Uh, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great uh, story arc. Yeah. Selfishly, I've already seen it. Right. So while for a lot of people, I know they've seen it as well because I think it was on Blu-rays and been floating around there. You I too. want new. I want, yeah, I want new stuff. You know, I mean, well, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. Like, yeah, I definitely want <laughs> new stuff, too. But that's kind of one of the storylines of this, too. I've been seeing a bunch of people discussing how this is the conclusion and the finale of what George Lucas created and developed now with this. Well, I think one of the things that's cool about this is, is so even there, were, even though there were, there's other Clone Wars arcs that are unfinished. I think at this point, it seems like everything that they're doing Clone Wars involves, you know, the main characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm still hoping, hoping, hoping that we get the resolution of Young Boba. The because Cat it's Bane. not really, yeah, because it's not necessarily. Even though it takes place in a Clone Wars era, you could package that and, and finish it, and it not be Clone Wars. You, you, you could. 
Yeah, you could. I, I mean, I agree with you that I definitely would like to see that as a part of this. Um, that was, know, but it was saying, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't see it coming, but I really wish it would be that way because that was one of the things that I felt I missed the most with the series ending was not seeing that part of it and how Boba got his dent and his helmet and all this stuff. Yeah, I would love to see all that. that was, yeah, that would have been awesome. But but I thought but I thought it was good and and uh, I, I like I like the Rambo character the <laughs> with the headband and the skull and all that. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think so. so Overall, uh, I was very happy and very pleased because it, it was one of those things where it felt kind of like going home, you know, <laughs> back to the, the original, the real like meat of Star Wars animation to me. The rest of it is, is good, varying levels. I like them to varying levels, um, but nothing touches the Clone Wars to me and, and to a lot of people. So seeing this back was really cool. Just, you know, even the, the little bits of wisdom at the beginning the tom kane's voice for the narration the music it was just very very cool the episode itself i thought was very fun um i found myself really wanting uh to see the the lightsaber side of the clone wars get back in action and but i was fine with it because i know i'm like yeah this is gonna be bad batch is gonna be clones i am enjoying it and i know that the lightsabers are coming in the next few episodes i was very happy about it um and i thought the animation was great because it's almost like they took um, I mean, it's Clone Wars animation, of course, but it's like they took the best parts of what they've learned since then and implemented it into the Clone Wars animation. So it's prettier. The colors are um, more vibrant, I thought. And it just looks a higher quality than we've had yet. Yeah, I know you I, like, I, I mean, I know you like animation from what we've been talking about with Resistance, too. Well, th- this has everything for, for me the only drawback for resistance was it was just muted for most of it. It's almost like they put like a, like a cloth in front of it to where all the colors didn't pop as much. Yeah. I like how the colors pop in this and I, and I like the angles and, and, and everything. You know, the other good thing is that, is that, you know, at least for Mandalorian, you know, they released score every Friday, you know, every time it was released, yes. they released the score. Now they didn't release the full score for this, but they released, you know, the bad batch theme. Right. And that's fantastic. I don't know if they're going to continue to do it. I certainly hope so. But I, I like the idea of, you know, it, it, it feels like more of, a, of an event that way. I, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm happy that we're going to have that Friday event again with Mandalorian not being new right now. Um, it's a cool thing just to kind of, you know, make, make your week more interesting, you know, when you have these to look forward to. Um, I did also, I tweeted this and I know you saw, you re- replied. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Well, what's up with Amazon's version of the Clone Wars soundtrack? Um, yeah, explicit. Yeah, for Ahsoka leaves for that track. I, I tweeted pictures of it uh, that I, I got screenshots. If you go to Amazon Music and, and listen through their service, if you find the Clone Wars soundtrack, you get to the track Ahsoka leaves. Yeah, it says explicit next to it. I'm like, there, there's she there, has there's... she has some <laughs> choice words for Anakin the Jedi Order when she leaves. <laughs> Well, apparently, but like, what kind of frequency are they spoken in? Because you can't hear anything. See, they, uh, you know, pretty hardcore. There's a hardcore <laughs> rap somewhere in there. I don't know. I thought I just thought it was hilarious when I saw that. I'm like, there's, there's no way. I'm like, is there some sort of really weird remix that they put on for this or something? And I listened to it just to be sure. I'm like, nope, it's the same track. Hey, so what do you think about what do you think about um, the fact that Clone Wars was started? They they restarted Clone Wars before Last Jedi even hit the theaters. Uh, what do you mean? Like, what do I think about well, it? So, so for example, um, if you look at some of the production, like they release the episode guides, and they'll have like the the character models and all that. The dates on the character models precede uh, the release date of Last Jedi. Right. So right now you're, you're looking at some of that stuff is is easily early December of 2017. Right. So I, I just think it's interesting that, that we've been, that it's been in progress that long. Oh, yeah, I mean... I, because it, you also it, have a lot of people who say that the only reason Clone Wars came back is because of the perceived failure of the last Jedi. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, 
the people they're bringing back the stuff that people like, you know, Ahsoka oh. and Filoni and all that. And but this was in the works long before that. So yeah, okay. Or it's concurrently <laughs> coming out. Yeah, I, I don't see that. I, I really don't see them being like, wow, episode seven didn't do, or eight didn't do as well as we thought. Let's bring back the Clone Wars for its final season. Like, no, I, it really feels like this was more intentional just because it, it's something that they wanted to finish. They know the fans want it, of course. But I think if they were really, really concerned about uh, trying to make up, so to speak, for an episode seven, or eight disappointment or whatever, um, they wouldn't, I don't think they would have been like, yeah, we're going to come back and finish it. We're going to come back and have the final season. If they were trying to make up to people and to fans, I think they would True. be like, the Clone Wars is back, period. And, and not have an end date with it. I think in, uh, what is, it? is this 12 episodes? So we had 12 weeks worth of Clone Wars? I was trying to remember the other day. I don't remember if it was 8 or 12 or what it was. I just know I'm going to be here for it. I saw somewhere that they said 12 episodes, so I'm like, okay, so this is 4, I think. The next one is two. I uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I don't see the. I mean, is this is this three four episode arcs or is it is it uh, two four episode arcs and two two episode arcs? I, I don't know. I mean, usually Clone Wars would go in uh, threes. I'm like threes, right? Sometimes two, sometimes four, but usually threes. Yeah, but I mean, I, I assume the last arc has to be four episodes, right? The, you know, are uh-huh. we we're ending with with you know uh, Order sixty six and the Mandalorian stuff? I mean, yeah, it would make sense to make the finale a longer arc. Right, right. So it's got to at least be four. So that's eight, and then there's four left. So, so is that next arc with Ahsoka and the? And the two girls four. It doesn't feel like it. It it needs four. Yeah, I well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know, my friend. But like I said before, though, it's really one of the, like for me. It's one of those things where I don't necessarily care too much. I mean, I, I want to know how many we're getting, but I'm just again, I, I'm here for it. I know it's going to be good, and I'm I'm ready for it each week. I'm ready for Friday. I'm ready to see. What happens next? That, that's an interesting thing, too. Most of the time, uh, especially recently, given how long it's been since it, the show ended at first, um, I'm so used to watching whatever episodes I want, whenever I want, in whatever order, or back-to-back, or whatever. You know, So it was kind of one of those things where this one ended, and I'm like, next? Oh, right. <laughs> Can't. Do- I mean, it's cool, and I like it. I'm happy that we're not going to be able to binge them all at once. Um, but... It was just kind of interesting because I gotten so used to being able to watch any of the episodes at any time. Felt a little weird and unusual not being able to. What do you think about the the idea that, and this makes no sense? So apparently, for the people in Europe that's finally getting Disney Plus. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're they're not like when you get Disney Plus in March in Europe. They're still going to release Mandalorian weekly. Yeah, starting like March twenty fourth or something like that. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, unless they're trying to, well, I mean, unless they're trying to do that to promote their own statistics with longevity and like, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, but you know, keep people coming back for, to your service. Um, that would be a great way to do it to get them you know, keep logging back in to watch each new episode each uh, week. But, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense because it's all out there. I feel like it, for the people who really, really want to see them, they might have already, you know? Yeah, it's extremely easy. Um, it's extremely easy to watch these things if you're looking for them. You know, you could have already I, had I don't it doubt all... It. You could have already had it all watched. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I, I I just assumed it'd all be there for them when they're ready and then things roll out slowly. You know, then they'd be there for the live Marvel stuff coming this year. But I don't know. Which has, my, uh, oh, oh, also, we didn't really talk about this, but Baby Yoda's everywhere again. With the merchandise coming out now in Hasbro. You know, and Baby Yoda can kiss my butt. <laughs> Already? The child? 
I love baby Yoda. I've always loved Yoda. I just want everybody to leave Yoda alone. <laughs> he's not for he's not for them. He's for me. Alright. I'm 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 not gonna fight you on that. I'll, I'll let you have but, that. But, but see here's the here's the thing, because I keep pushing the idea that, you know, listen, next year or this year, this year is the fortieth anniversary of, of uh Empire Strikes Back. Right? Yes, yes. Which means the fortieth anniversary of Boba Fett. Which means maybe I'll get Boba Fett. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I look for every angle. We're getting a Slave One. Ooh, that means we're getting Boba Fett. I, I keep looking for every angle. Um, and then I remember my friend, you know, initially telling me, why couldn't, I don't understand why the Mandalorian couldn't just be Boba Fett. Did you really think that this is what we get? Because you could put a show out with Boba Fett doing bounties and other than the fact that they have the same general type of armor it would be nothing like the mandalorian right and i just i honestly assume that the mandalorian would kind of be just a rip off of boba fett's character but the introduction the introduction of baby yoda and everything with that is just like okay this is definitely not what i expected i did not i did not expect the show to go this way at all so yeah, no, I, I'm I'm scrolling I love through. It. I love it. I'm scrolling through. I got some uh, preview images from Hasbro of an upcoming uh, their Star Wars collection coming up, um, and I'm scrolling through and I'm looking at the board game Operation. Yeah. Except that it's Baby Yoda. Oh jeez, come on! They're gonna kill it. They're gonna kill the. They're gonna kill it. And it looks like the, less the, is more. Looks like the pieces are like a stormtrooper helmet and a thermal detonator, stuff like that. Um, okay, now we're back to Ahsoka, so we can keep scrolling. Oh, Boba Fett, retro collection, 3.75-inch figures. Mm-hmm. That looks familiar. Lando, anyway, a whole bunch of... It's, I mean, it's cool stuff. Don't mean to sound bad. I'm just searching for Baby Yoda for you. Black Series stuff that looks great, as always. Oh. Oh, how did I miss this? For those who are interested in it, you know how Hasbro has those Force FX lightsabers. Black Series are really cool, right? Guess, guess whose lightsaber they're going to be making. And I have this Ooh. image in my hand. Who? Revan. Yeah, it's like, what are you hitting at? Well, it's interesting because it, it switches between uh, blue, or I guess like purple and uh, uh, red. I don't know anything about Revan. So I don't know what that means. So, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and here's more Baby Yoda plushie. Animatronic edition. Oh, it's Baby Yoda, and he's wearing a little Mandalorian necklace. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to... I'm just going to read, because they'll do a better job of just, uh, describing it than I did. My understanding is that uh, Revan was the first person who would... Uh, repeatedly go back and forth between the dark and light sides of the force. Um, let me see. So the character is a former Sith suffering from amnesia, having been brainwashed with a false identity by the Jedi to serve their cause. Uh, what is, this, wait, what is this? This is for Revan. Okay. Um, so this is only made known to the, uh, well, it says player because it's from, you know, uh, Nice little Republic. Um, prior to the blah, 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 whatever. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's, there's way more information than we need. But, yeah, my understanding is that yeah, he's the person who would go back and forth between light and dark side, which would be why his lightsaber can change those colors in the Force effects thing. Yeah, no. I mean, everybody seems to love him, so maybe it might be an interesting character to me. I just don't know much about it to really get all excited. Darth Bane's more exciting because I've actually seen him in something. That's yeah, true. And Mark Hamill did the voice for it, too. Mm-hmm. Talking about bringing it back to Clone Wars again. Yeah, what did you think? I mean, you liked it, right? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, like I said, I thought the animation was great. It was everything it was before, but new and improved and better. Um, I thought it was a... It seemed like they didn't skip a beat. Let me put it that way. So I think I, I, I think felt... I'd like to see I'd like to see an amalgamation of of this uh, 
style of Rebels for the potential, you know, Rebels other show. Yeah. yeah don't cool. don't we have a don't we have a Disney Plus sort of uh event coming up in March? Uh you know that sounds familiar. I forgot about that, but I think I heard that somewhere. Unless I, I I'm think thinking of the British I think it's like a European I think it's a European launch, but they're kind of suggesting yeah. that some additional stuff might be announced. Yeah. So that'll be coming out this year. I think that's the vibe I got too. And and I, I want to say that the date was March twenty fourth, I think. I think you're right. Well, that's the release of the series, or or that's the release of the service for Europe. I think this was like in March teens somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm checking in because I know you're interested. There's still nothing new from Project Luminous other than that cover that we already talked about, and a lot of people saying that they're excited to see more information. Well, um, we don't have any more information yet, and uh, it still could be a good uh, 40 minutes or so until we get anything, so I don't think you're now going to keep talking with nothing to discuss for 40 minutes just waiting for this to come out. Because, And, and I'll be honest, um, I think whatever they're going to announce is going to be cool, but I don't think it's like special event worthy. It is going to generally be a, a, a short episode, I think. And I think yeah. combined with the, with the unreleased episode, which may be released. Yeah, that that's technology pending. <laughs> yeah, that that may happen. The the Oscar episode. Uh, Is that what that was? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the one where you're talking about your list, your top ten of the year. Or, oh gosh, I guess it was. Oh man. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what was your talk about? Yeah, we had an episode that we recorded a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was going to be released like normal. Um, basically, like I think you put it pretty well on Twitter, which is like, you know, life happens, and through just unexpected things that were going on, I wasn't able to publish it as I, my normal schedule. Um, and since then, when I've gone to try to get back into it and, and get the, the files and all that kind of stuff. There seems to be like a server error with that particular file. So it's kind of like stuck in limbo right now. I'm hoping I can still pull it out somehow, but I don't know. Um, it, uh, if I can't, I, I don't know if it's worth it. That feels bad. Cause like I was, I, the, we, we put a decent amount of, I forgot we did all that. There was a good discussion we had about all those Oscar movies. It was a good discussion. I liked it. Hopefully I can pull it back out again. I don't know. I'm gonna try what I can, but we'll see. Um, but if anybody's wondering, I had what many people would consider to be a controversial opinion about the Best Picture nominees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And no my opinion was correct. We'll have some good stuff to talk about next week. We'll have we'll have Project Luminous to discuss in great detail. We'll have the next episode of Clone Wars to talk about. Yes. And I'm sure we'll have, we may have some other stuff. We may we have may some have other some stuff. People, yeah, we could have some more people fired. We could have had these guys that are working on this top secret project already fired. <laughs> we you can never, find out. We find out that Charles, Charles Soul is just a pen name for Colin Trevorrow, and he's in charge of this now. Should we, should we just start talking about Trevorrow's Jurassic World? Can we, can we include that in this also? I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll find it in myself to make room for that if you really, really well, want did, to talk about it. Did you see that thing I tweeted out the other day? Uh, I think so. It just basically, it's, the, it's, it's almost the reverse of uh, the sequel trilogy. So you've got the three main people coming back in, you know, the final installment of Jurassic World to sort of give it, you know, Sail it off in the sunset. I, I was wondering what would have happened if that was the case with, you know, uh, the sequel trilogy. Imagine it starts off with new characters. You start to maybe get some old characters hints here or there in, you know, episode eight. And then imagine if episode nine was like, here's the old and the new together to battle the evil and to defeat it. Right. I almost wonder if that would have been better. 
See, I don't know, because when they announced that the uh, uh, Star Wars was coming back, there was a, a period of time, I don't remember how long it was, where we knew Star Wars movies were coming back, they were going to do episodes 7, 8, and 9, and we did not know if Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford were on board. Um, it didn't take that long for us to find out that they were, but there was a period of time where we did not know. And I feel like, I mean, during that time frame, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, it's hard. Like, it's going to be hard to get people as enthused as they were for The Force Awakens without these people returning, these three uh, uh, stars, really. True, if, but, I mean, but, but don't you think that maybe the way that they, that they hyped it versus what actual reality was might have harmed it in the long run to where, you know, Carrie and Harrison and Mark on the same stage, Han, Luke, Leia, we're back, and Chewie's back, and they're all together. And then you watch it, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Han, <laughs> Han and Leia are pretty much separated. Right. The son's turned evil. Luke's nowhere to be found. Han dies. Luke dies. It's like, you built up this, like, woo, here's the original trilogy cast. And guess what? Here's reality. And you're like, wait a second. This is not what I wanted. Yeah, it's almost like they, they were saying that your childhood heroes who got their happy ending are going to make a triumphant return, except that life's been hard <laughs> in the meantime. Right, right. And, 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 I think, and, I, and, and I think the ultimate, you know, not that I, not that I disagree with the story cho- choices that yeah. they made. But the the triumphant return of the heroes versus what you actually get, they're kind of at odds with each other, and and I wonder if that's what yeah. you know might have left a sore taste in some people's mouth. No, I get that. No, I think it did do some uh, damage in that way. I don't think it was lasting, and it, or you know, I don't think it like ruined the box office sales for the move, the next one because of it or whatever. But I, I think it did impact some people, and there was some disappointment around it because I mean, yeah, like we're saying, we were expecting. To have them maybe uh, be more mentors who aren't going to be as involved because they're older or something like that. But they're not necessarily in a rough spot. But we kind of found all of them to be in their own rough spot. Right, right. Separate from each other. Which is not what people were expecting. Anyway, okay. Nope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check again just in case we have any updates regarding... Pro- okay, okay, okay. No, I don't think so. Like, there's somebody talking about how it looks so sick, and I'm so psyched, and all this stuff. But I think he's just talking about the cover that we already got. Yeah, no, that's it. All right. Well, I guess we're good to go. Um, one other thing that I know you and I will be getting to more details in the future that I haven't finished reading it. Uh, I don't know about you, um, but Mark, you and I have some reading to do. Oh yeah, we do. Yep. Have you started that yet? Uh, I listen to people who've read it. Okay. <laughs> but, no. I yeah, I started it reading it, and then this was the same time that the episode never made it out, so I haven't been able to finish it yet. But I will. Um, there's a possibility that Mark and I may or may not be reading Trevorrow's episode nine script for Duel of the Fates. I have I have come across the. Um... Japanese version of Revenge of the Sith, and I must watch that. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. It, it it is the it is the version where it's Japanese dubbed, and it is amazing. <laughs> All right. I mean, it, it does sound pretty amazing. Not gonna lie, that sounds pretty good. Pretty um, close to buying buy, pretty close to buying them all. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well because it's not going to be much longer to where you know you're going to be able to get it. So I might as well buy all the three Japanese. You can't get you can't get the Japanese dub anywhere else. It's not like it's available on Disney Plus or even the Blu-ray. So you have to actually buy the versions from Japan. So I may have to. I don't know why. It just reminds me of samurai films. Yeah. Oh well, I know why. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's samurai films. Yeah. I I even saw I even saw somebody had the I think it was uh it might have been I didn't Pete had the dub of uh. Was it the the Luke and Vader scene on the gantry in, in Empire Strikes Back? 
in Japanese, okay. and I was like, "Oh, this is so good, <laughs> so good." I mean, uh, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got two weeks left of school. Hopefully, I have a week or two off to kind of catch up on some stuff, but we'll see. Well, and it's way too early to say what it is, but as a very, very early tease of a tease, I'll say that there is down the road a pretty, pretty decently big undertaking of a project that we're going to be doing that I'm excited about. And I think everybody will be excited to get and there will be more details down the road. It's going to be really cool. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that and just say that it's kind of ambitious in a way, but, um, I'm excited about it. It's going to be kind of neat. So do you remember what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm old, so. <laughs> Pretty sure we're on the same page. And if we are, I mean, it's cool, right? Is that how you feel about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we're talking about the same thing. Cause it's really neat. So, all right. Um, again, more details will be forthcoming in the future. Um, so I guess just something to stay tuned for. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, I do apologize again for, for the past couple of weeks. Um, we normally would have been having normal episodes as scheduled. Just some stuff happened to where wasn't able to work out on just a personal level. Um, but I appreciate everybody. A couple of people, um, were checking in with us on Twitter and stuff and it was fantastic. You guys are the best. So thank you. Um, and, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll be back next time for, as Mark said, more Clone Wars. More details about this Project Luminous and all the good stuff coming down the road. Uh, maybe even some director news or rumors or something for some future projects. So we'll see what's happening, but uh, we'll be here for it and we'll talk about it and I hope everybody has a great rest of your week. So bye, everybody. Bye, Mark. And I'll talk to you, Mark, momentarily because when we're done recording, I'll still be talking to you. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>